Professor Snape. Is he good or bad? I think there is really no good and bad, just choices. Good is an action, but Harry Potter, people think he's, like, always good. But sometimes he, like, gets really angry, shouts at his friends, and he one time did really bad uh, spell. Most people generally think of Harry as good, but sometimes uh, his actions can be really bad. Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations, the show where we ask children quick, fun and thought-provoking questions to develop their creativity, critical thinking and many other key skills in just a few minutes every day. Hi, my name's Kevin, founder of Kid Coach and dad of two kids. As a parent, I was always wondering if I was doing enough with my children. So I started writing questions for them that were quick and fun to talk about, but also built key 21st century skills I knew they would need. When I shared the questions with other parents, they loved how it launched more meaningful conversations at home and the Kid Coach app was born. Turns out that this approach is perfect for parents of six to 12 year olds who want to be more hands-on in their children's development and for those seeking conversations to get their kids talking and thinking, but who only have five minutes a day to do so. So if that's you, then stay tuned because you're about to hear exactly how it works. In these episodes, my team and I will be asking lots of different children questions straight from the Kid Coach app, and you'll see how we can build the skills that matter the most simply through conversation. This week, we asked Lun, age nine, a pretty tough question on whether Harry Potter's Professor Snape is a good or bad person. Lun thinks about how much bad a good person can do, and if the thing Snape does makes him a goodie or a baddie. So Lun, you like Harry Potter, right? Yeah. Right, and I was thinking about Professor Snape. Remember Professor Snape? Yes. Yeah. So... Is he good or bad? Uh, he is. Well, in the first four books, he's really bad. And then he's like the potions teacher and he's really grumpy and he always favours his house team. Mm-hmm. Which is Slytherin. And but in the, uh, the last few books, he really... He killed Dumbledore, but that was actually just a, a lie, just to fool Voldemort. Like, right. uh, he, Dumbledore was already dying, and just before he died, uh, Snape killed him, just to make it look like he did kill him, but he hmm. didn't. Whose idea was that? Uh, J.K. Rowling's. Uh, the um, right, well, arguably everything was her idea. <laughs> I mean, um, which of the characters in the book whose who's, uh, uh, idea Dumbledore's. was? Dumbledore's. Uh, he wanted to, uh, so he knew he was going to die soon, so uh, Snape pretended to kill him, but really he was already dead before he even had time to, mm. so, yeah. In order to uh, gain Voldemort's trust, so yeah. Snape could be... A double agent, right? Yeah. I think is the word for, for what Snape ended up being. Yeah. Working on, on both sides. Yeah. Basically. So yeah, is he is he good or bad? You know, so you said that in the in the first few books he appeared bad. 
mean to Harry and Ron and Hermione and far too biased towards Slytherin, his house. But then towards the end, he shows more of his good side and he um, and, and how he essentially played the double agent and fooled Voldemort with Dumbledore's assistance. I mean, when you think about it from Harry's point of view, Harry must have been so confused. No? Yeah. Like all the time he was thinking, okay, Snape is bad, Snape is bad, Snape is bad. And then right at the end, I guess he realized that he was good. I mean, so can can anybody ever be truly good or truly bad and only good or only bad? Do we go through different modes where sometimes we're good, sometimes we're bad? What, what, do, you, what do you think? I think there is really no good and bad, just choices. And I think that... Uh, Good and bad is just a well-thought thing, but really there are several types of feelings, of actions. Because good is an action, but there is a lot of stuff like helpful, kind. Say you're kind, but you're not exactly helpful. Mm -hmm. Someone and that doesn't mean good but good means utterly good as in just helping others yeah. doing every single thing it's about choices and decisions and actions and so can we think of an example there so i think what you're saying is you could have somebody who's kind who sort of means well but then they don't help you they don't do something purposeful to actually help you and, and so maybe they're not as good as what they could have been yeah. yeah. So can you think of an example of what you mean there? Well, sometimes uh, when, say, say someone uh, says, can you help me? But someone says no, but they say it in like a really kind way. That's kind, mm -hmm. but it's not very helpful. Mm -hmm. And Whereas, what would the opposite be? The opposite would be, uh, well, like, helpful but not kind. Uh, well, also it would be, like, sure, I'll help you, fine, I don't care. And then they'll be not really kind, but they know you don't really care about helping them, but you just do it anyway. Yeah, so I suppose... Action, well, actions without having the right intent is, is also not ideal. Yeah. But I, I really, really, really liked what, what you said a few minutes ago when I asked you, is anybody ever really fully good or fully bad? And you said, well, not really. There isn't a good or bad. It's just choices that you make, right? I really love that. You said, again, you said, there's no good or bad. It's just the choices that you make. And so bringing it back to Professor Snape in Harry Potter, like, what were the, the choices that, that he made? What were the things that he did? Um, Harry Potter. That, yeah, that maybe initially looked bad, then later looked good. And just think about some of his choices. Well, Harry Potter, people think he's, like, always good. But sometimes he, like, gets really angry, shouts at his friends. And he one time did uh, 
really bad uh, spell. And most people generally think of Harry as good, but sometimes uh, his actions can be really bad. And so, yeah. I, so I, I love that. Yeah, I, actually, initially, I was thinking about Professor Snape, but, but you've moved it on to think about Harry. And, and you're right. A lot of people associate Harry as the hero. And he's always good. But actually, there are some times that he did some um, silly, naughty things. Um, some some spells like, um, I think you're thinking of the, the Sectum Sempra spell that he did on the, on on. Draco Malfoy. Yeah, and also he did the Crucio on uh, Bellatrix. Ah, uh, yes. The yes. Forbidden Curses. Yes, yes. And because he was really upset that she had killed, killed Sirius. Sirius, right? His godfather. Yeah. So and... when he was all emotional and angry, he did these things that he's probably is not so proud of. Yeah. Does, does that make Harry a bad person? Well, sort of, but I don't really blame him for doing that because a lot of people would be angry if they killed one of their relatives. Mm. So I don't really blame him. He should know how to control his own temper because he's really old, but I I guess I don't really blame him. Mm. Yeah, when your uh, when your emotions are all over the place, you can sometimes go from good to bad, but then hopefully go back to being good quite quickly. And I'm just trying to think what it must have been like for Professor Snape, who was being that double agent, who, who basically for most of the books people people thought he was bad, when actually he was good. Right? Can you just imagine? That must have been for him. He couldn't really tell anybody what he was doing. He knew what he was doing was really good, but most people thought he was bad. Like Harry hated Snape for most of most of the time, right? Yeah. Um, so it got me thinking. Like when when you um, when you're doing something that's really good, do people have to know about it? Yeah. If if you were doing something that was really good, like helping others but you couldn't tell them that you're helping them. You had to basically keep it a secret. What would that be like? It would be really frustrating. And uh, sometimes you would like, you would grow to just live with it, but it would still be really irritating just to know that everyone thinks you're the bad guy and the bad guys everyone thinks is us uh, really good yeah it might be frustrating right if nobody knows really what's going on no like you're the only one yeah <clears throat> it might go to the reason why you do it in the first place you know if, if you're the kind of person that wants everybody to know look at me look at me look i'm doing a really good thing and um, then doing something good in secret is probably not quite right for you. A bit like, um, I think about giving to charity. You know when people give money to charity sometimes? Uh, oftentimes they just give money to charity, right? They don't brag about it. They don't 
broadcast it. They don't tell everybody. They just give money to charity because they feel like they're doing a good thing. But if, um, if when you give a lot of money to charity, say one time, if you want everybody to know about it, then you want people to know that you're being good. But you need people to know that you're being good. I don't know. Because sometimes, sometimes the only person who needs to know is yourself. Mm. And it doesn't matter what other people think, you know what's right. Doesn't matter what other people think, you know what's right. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Very, 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 very wise words from a nine-year-old. And that and the, um, there is no good and bad. It's just the choices you make. So it's so really, really good stuff. Uh, we started with Harry Potter, Professor Snape, but we went around some um, pretty sort of interesting philosophical and moral thought processes. Um, thanks for having a chat with me about that, Lynn. I enjoyed that. Well done. So there you have it. What a great conversation that was filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today. If you enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, consider taking a minute to leave us a review. We want to help to inspire as many parents as possible to have these kind of meaningful chats with their kids, and it would mean the world to us if you could give us some feedback. If you could give us a thumbs up or a comment wherever you normally find your podcasts, it'll help us reach more people and improve the show going forward. Thank you for listening.